There's just so much more to hear. Download our podcasts at DubaiEye1038.com. Trending today. Oh, it never gets old. It really doesn't get old for me. Uh, in trending today, we're going to start off with a heartwarming tale, uh, Rosanna. So, are you are you sort of the kind of person that cries? In fact, you've self confessed that you like cat and dog videos and stuff. Actually, oh, I'm a sucker for them. Every every evening, my husband and I sit down and watch. Uh, it's tragic to admit this, but memes. Uh, I've got a favourite animal meme account. We sit down and we catch up on the fresh ones of the day. And uh, Marley and Me is the only film that we've both cried at. Oh, well, you were made for each other. This story is about a man called PJ. PJ Reagan and his dog Clove. And they had a difficult time, uh, to be honest. And um, Clove was a rescue dog. And PJ uh, was a recovering addict. Clove was almost uh, sent to sent to kennel several times, and sadly, Clove was going to be put down. However, they found each other, and uh, this is their story. And this was a story that was um, posted by PJ uh, a while back on his Twitter and Instagram account. And PJ uh, basically wanted to share the story, and he's quite a good storyteller, is PJ. And basically, he says, PJ says, basically, I didn't rescue Clove. Clove rescued me. Oh. My life changed. And initially, when he posted this, obviously, it went viral because it's a really lovely story. One million views. Recently been reposted on Facebook and other social media platforms, Instagram, Twitter, on, a, on an account with a much wider following. It's jumped up to five million views. That is a definition of something that's gone viral. Basically, um, PJ says, you know, I got this dog. I needed a change. I'll let him tell the story, actually. I had been sober for two years and I didn't have a job. I didn't have any accountability. I made the decision to start looking for a dog. I saw her on a Facebook page and I saw her face. The day after I moved in, I got a call from Diane from Rough House Rest. And she's like, PJ, can you pick Clove up right now? And I'm like... All right. I knew she was very uncomfortable. She just kind of cowered in my presence. The next day, I brought her to a park. It was like, poof. This wasn't the same dog picked up. All of a sudden, she came alive. And I was like, all right, let's go with this. I had never gone for a walk in the woods. I had never climbed the mountain. It became a shared experience between the two of us. <laughs> we were learning like the ways of hiking and climbing together. It's really, really nice, isn't it? I love that. That's such a gorgeous story. There's so many unwanted animals around, you know, in any, every country in the world. And just the idea that they found each other is such a sweet one. So the videos of them are hiking, whether it's in the snow, in the warm sunshine. Um, and it's just a beautiful story. And they've hiked the highest uh, peaks in the United States that they can, that is safe for dogs to go to. So I think that's really, really lovely. Anyway, 5 million views and you can kind of see why that has grown. Once it sort of went to a wider audience, that was sort of it. Uh, next story. We often talk about um, talent shows. So I think we we're talking about America's Got Talent not so long ago. This is um, The Voice Kids and this is a show based in the UK. Uh, but the auditionee is Krishna and Krishna's uh, of Indian origin and Basically, I saw this in one of the Indian newspapers and basically the Indian newspaper was quite tongue in cheek about this. They said, look, you know, guys, when it comes to spelling bee competitions, you know, we've got this sorted. <laughs> but when it comes to the voice, 
you know, we have got a superstar on our hands here. And 10-year-old uh, Krishna lives in London and has bought, been brought up in London. Uh, his family, uh, his parents are both from India and he stunned judges on The Voice. And this was last week. Join the blind audition. He chose to do How Deep Is Your Love by Calvin Harris and the Disciples. Um, so is that a song? Do you remember that song? I how do. Deep is your love? I do. It's kind of a house track. You hear it a lot here in Dubai. I can't imagine how a child is going to sing it. Yes. So what Krishna has done, though, is he's mixed it with another song. And also, just for the record, uh, Krishna plays the harmonium. So you have to you have to um, pump it up and you play it. So Krishna, I'm just trying to paint a picture here. So Krishna's got a very traditional Indian instrument. He's also dressed in traditional uh, dress and he's on stage. And my word is he brilliant. So he's performing How Deep Is Your Love by Calvin Harris and the Disciples. And just as the three judges were sort of getting into the song, the crowd are really behind him. He switched to the song Balam Pichkari, which is uh, from a huge ho- uh, Bollywood, rather, blockbuster, Ye Jivani Hey Divani, and he took them all by surprise. So major film, he's taken one of the biggest songs off said film. So this is his mashup of How Deep Is Your Love and Balam Pichkari. It's amazing. So everyone was quite surprised by this and it was really, really great. The audience, you know, all dancing behind him, his parents waiting in the wings. But it wasn't just this fusion of music that this, remember, Krishna's 10 years old. It wasn't just a fusion of music that impressed the judges. It was uh, his attitude afterwards and his ability with the uh, harmonium, because lots of people probably don't know what that is. So they asked him about the harmonium. So the judges are Will I Am from the Black Eyed Peas and Pixie Lot, who's a pop singer from the UK. Were you playing? So this is called the harmonium. Oh, oh. wow. Can, can we have a go? Yeah, you can if you want. You can come here. First of all, you just pump this and then just play whatever you want. Can I pump it for you? Yeah, you can. Pump it. Pump it. It's amazing. I think Will wants one now. Yeah, I guess so. Go to India and buy one. Oh. <laughs> you gotta take that one. You gotta buy one. How old are you? I'm ten. Wow. Ten? Yeah. What is your shirt called? Called a Sherwani. You may think there's actual diamonds in it. There's <laughs> diamonds in there? Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> oh, so how amazing is Krishna? Adorable. Hard to think he's ten. So yes. Lots of praise for him, and that's gone viral, understandably. Amazing, amazing. I could listen to that uh, mashup all day long. I think it's brilliant. Final story for today on Trending is this. You recently got married, Rog. And, you know, I remember when I got married, um, we had an interesting way for people to find out where they were sitting. Mm -hmm. Did you do anything like that for guests to find where to sit? We did. We had a kind of a table plan board and a 
uh, we called it the places that made us and yeah. we picked 12 places that meant a lot through our lives that we've been to together etc and people were sat on a country table and they had pictures from that moment in our lives so it was a little touch yes and you oh well this was a this was a contentious issue when it came Ooh. to my wedding um or our wedding as i should say we um we we were getting married and my husband was quite flexible about most things and we went to a wedding fair at the venue and you know you kind of get sucked in because everything is glitzy glamour mm. all singing or dancing and um they had a nice sculpture <laughs> with a table plan inside it my husband yes. who's you know um it's maybe I, I don't want to be harsh or unfair on him, but my husband does have um, particular tastes. And he saw this and he said, I really want that. And to be fair to him, there were not a lot of things he said in the wedding I feel particularly strongly about. He felt strongly about this. So this was a compromise because it was quite a flashy table plan. And um, we went ahead with it. So our table plan was inside a block of ice. And it ended up being quite a funny feature at the wedding in the end. Obviously, we got married outside of Dubai because a block of ice here would be quite <laughs> difficult. Anyhow... I thought the block of ice was quite rare until I came across something else. Now this, let me see if I can find it. It's a very interesting way to um, make... Get, if you if you go to a wedding, you know that you're looking for something. You know that you're looking for where you sit. You're kind of thinking, oh, am I going to be next to my aunt that I don't really like? Or am I going to be near someone else? You know, what's it going to look like? Who am I going to be sat near? So this couple came up with a very interesting way to have their guests find out where to sit. So they decided to use Alexa. Tell me my table number. Welcome. What is your name? Neve McLaughlin. Neve McLaughlin. Table 15 is looking a little sparse. You can sit there. <laughs> How cool is that? It's cool. It's cool. But... I just wouldn't trust Alexa with my table plan. I don't trust Alexa to, you know, play the right track I'm asking her. I ask her <laughs> to turn the radio on and she turns the lights off. And you can see why that's gone uh, viral. Um, it's really, you know, you can see why it's gone viral. Yeah, yeah, you can because it is, it is totally unique. It's a table plan um, strategy for the modern age. And, uh, you know, big up to them for doing something a bit different. But I'm not sure how personal it is having an Amazon robot telling your guests where to sit. I know. I thought it was quite good. What I was quite interested in is um, this uh, This wedding was in Ireland and the, the guest was called Neve McLaughlin. And if you are familiar with Irish names, uh, the name Neve is often spelt very different to how it sounds. So I was quite impressed that Alexa had understood and yeah. they programmed Alexa to understand when she said Neve, it was Neve yeah. and not N. I-A-M-H so mm -hmm. as it often can be or with an A in there too so yes I, th I thought that was quite clever that Alexa had managed to do that yeah very much so yes. not my taste but you know go for it yes okay that's it for trending the music scoop is next drive live have your say text 4001 or message us for free on the Dubai iMessenger app it's just gone 10 to 7. You're listening to Drive Live. Hope you're having a lovely Thursday and are finally making your way home through the traffic. It has been quite horrendous 
uh, this evening. So right now, Rosanna, mm. this is your time to shine. Yeah. It's uh, time for the music scoop. What have you got for us today? Yeah, indeed. And you know what? I've had great fun doing the music scoop this week. I was a little apprehensive. It's been brilliant. It's been brilliant. Thank you. I was a little apprehensive about it, seeing as Tim Elliott is the king of the music scoop, king of the turntable. Uh, so I was a little, a little um, dubious about it and, you know, whether people would take to my music taste. But actually, it's just been great fun uh, to get that license to play whatever you like on the radio, essentially. And uh, this is, of course, the segment where we talk about what happened on this day in music throughout the last few decades. So today we're going to start in 1975 because Van McCoy and the Soul City went to number one on the US singles chart with The Hustle on the 26th of July 1975. This was Van McCoy's only US chart hit and it made number three in the UK and Unfortunately, McCoy died on the 6th of July 1979, so just a few years later. But this is a supremely funky track. Mm. I love all music from the 70s. This is The Hustle. was The Hustle by Van McCoy. Were you hustling in your car? We were hustling in the studio for sure, weren't we? We were, actually, yeah. (laughs) Okay, now we also like to celebrate musical birthdays on this segment. And US singer Bobby Hebb was born on this date in 1941. You may not recognise that name. I didn't. But he is famous for a brilliant track. This was the hit Sunny, which was in 1966, the US number two and the UK number 12 hit on this day. The song was written about Bobby's brother, who had been killed by a mugger in 1963 so it's actually got quite sad undertones but it's a beautiful song it started out as an album filler until it was picked for a single release and rightly so yesterday my life was filled with rain sunny you smiled at me and really eased the pain now the dark days are done and the bright days are here my sunny one shines so sincere Sunny one so true I love you Sunny Thank you for the sunshine bouquet Sunny Thank you for the love you brought my way You gave to me your all in all and now I feel ten feet tall. 
That was Sunny by US singer Bobby Hebb, which reached number two in the US charts in 1966 on this day. And finally, we find ourselves in 2018 and the music news of today. And famed diva Lauren Hill has cancelled multiple upcoming tour performances. She is a bit of a diva, isn't she, NLT? Mm. She has been known in the past to do, uh, to you know, cancel, cancel performances. She performs very sporadically. She takes a long time away from the music scene. And you know what? Fair enough. She's had a long time in the limelight. Uh, she also, of course, she went to prison for tax fraud. So yeah, I, that mis- the miseducation of Lauren Hill is one of those albums. It reminds me of high school so much. Yeah, I mean, it was was the sound of that time, and this come so uh, she's made she's cancelled these performances across a range of U.S. cities due to she's saying unforeseen production issues. But it does come after numerous complaints about her recent Toronto concert, where people were complaining about sound quality and also her lateness. Mm. So it's a little bit awkward. But as you say, the Miseducation Lauren Hill was a legendary album, and one of the most famous songs on that album was this: "Everything Is Everything." was Everything is Everything by Lauren Hill, which rounds off the music scoop for this week. There's just so much more to hear. Download our podcasts at DubaiEye1038.com.